One Nation. One Nation Sports. Welcome to One Nation Radio, hosted by Richard Ladd and James Boyd. If you would like to become a part of the nation, email us at RadioOneNation at gmail.com. You can contact us using Twitter at One Nation Radio, at DangerRich32, or at James Boyd ONR. We are also on iTunes as well. You can go to OneNationRadio.Podomatic.com and subscribe to the show with the iTunes button on the right-hand side. And after all that, go visit foreverwrestling.tumblr.com for instant streaming much more. Now that you've heard how to reach us, let's get to the show. One Nation, One Nation Radio! Radio. Welcome to One Nation Radio. Um, this is Rich. I'm sitting here with James. James, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Um, He's ready to go. He's ready to go. A lot been going pause. on. Yeah, pause. <laughs> a lot been going on. Um, I'd like to welcome to all the new listeners to One Nation Radio that haven't, you know, been with us before. Um, it's a very laid-back, fun kind of podcast. We try to get, you know, through this hour and, you know... Bring the real, but also, you know, realize it's fake. <laughs> Bring the real to something fake? Yeah, okay. you know, for our wrestling podcast. That sounds something like cognitive dissonance, or or actually, I'm sorry, not cognitive dissonance, but it uh, sounds a lot like an oxymoron. Yeah. But whatever. Um, shout out to uh, PWmania.com, um, who I'm writing for now. I dropped an article, got a lot of love on that. Um, yeah. Woo! Um... WhatCulture.com um, currently got you know the six most controversial um, gimmicks that wouldn't work in 2014 is on the hot list out there. 47,000 views in four days. Appreciate everybody reading and commenting. Um, we moving up One Nation Radio. Um, there may be some major announcements coming soon, uh, but I'll keep those hidden in the tank um, until it's time to reveal. Um, but James, what's been going on with you, man? Not much. Just um, Royal Rumble threw me in a, you know, threw everybody in a tizzy. Same thing with me too. A so, word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. You know. So why you would, take why, it where why, you want to take it. Well, uh, well, first off, after Royal Rumble, you know, WWE makes no effort at all. Like, I just hope everybody knows that this was the storyline. Like when I talked, we, me and James had like an hour and a half conversation. I wish we would have recorded. Um, I was out of town and I wasn't near my mic, um, but we had like an hour and a half conversation about it and I was telling them that this is the storyline, like is they found a way to turn all of us into marks and that's like what's been missing with us and a lot of people can't handle that shit because they've been A, outsmarted and you know... The company... They don't like having their emotions played with. As you can see, um, Michael, um, that was on the internet for the second year in a row. Yeah. You know, like, on the podcast I said to you, he's not getting backhanded, or he's not getting backdoor treatment, or not cooling... Like, the whole storyline is... I mean, I never said it in the terms you did. You you, you know, you verbalized it better than than I ever did, but my whole thought process was... He's not getting buried because he's, you know, he's getting 20 minutes every single, like opening or closing the show. He's, mm. you know, he's wrestling these suit, these epic uh, matches where, you know, he's in a, he's in a gauntlet match. He's doing all this stuff where he's wrestling. He gets to wrestle for 25 minutes, or he, you know, he gets 40 minutes out of a three-hour show. Mm-hmm. So, like, like that's no, that's not burying. But 
you know, I just for the moment alone, I felt that. I mean, and it seems like they they fixed it on Raw the next night, but they said so, there was a rewrite that went on because they didn't expect the Daniel Bryan reaction to just overtake the Royal Rumble like that. Like Rey Mysterio got booed so bad. Like you guys were at the uh, sports bar. I was watching it with headphones. I rewatched on. it. I rewatched it. Oh my it, god, it's it's it's, it's ridiculous. Like. Yeah, and they cheered when he got eliminated quickly. Yeah. Like, he was a, like, he got in, and, like, he was the next person he eliminated after he got in, and they cheered when he got eliminated. Yeah. It's Rey Mysterio. Yep. It's Rey Mysterio! Like, I was listening to Cheap Heat, and they said, everyone is a heel compared to Daniel Bryan. Like, you can turn anybody, like, with that man. Yeah. Um, he is... They got to the point where they had to... The Batista had to mention him when he said, ah, oh, you know... I, I I told you I'm back. I mean, that's not a raw. He said I told you I'm back, and I'm back for the belts and he's stored. He's I don't care who's the champion, whether it's Brock Lesnar or you or Daniel Bryan, doesn't matter. Yeah, but like Daniel Bryan wasn't even in the Royal Rumble in context. And, and he had to bring him up because keep in mind, like the whole time, Batista is you know he's getting booed while his music is playing because he won the Royal Rumble. Really he, bad. You know? He was flipping off fans. He was he was just like looking like he didn't know how to handle it. Like he's not Cena, obviously, with that. Um, Roman Reigns, absolutely excellent in the Royal Rumble. Like, I know we said um, at Survivor Series that he was that was his coming out party, but I feel like this was the real. Like, I was like, oh my god, I see it. They're building him. The weird thing is, I mentioned this to y'all last night. After it, and what, what struck to me, it struck me when he um, he gave the apron side. To, uh, Sidekick and landed on the apron. Uh, I think it was the Sheamus or Cena, and like his man, his mannerisms, like he, like he's doing this he, thing where he shakes he's his shoulders. He's charismatic. He's charismatic. Like he may not, he's not the best talker in the world, obviously, but he's charismatic. Like in the ring, and he does certain things. And while even while he's a heel. Like you see it, that like People he's eventually going to be a face. It is going to be. It, I think it's going to be something special. Like he has his setup move with the Superman punch, and then he has a spear. He has this like shoulder shimmy he does in the ring, and then like he has his like wake up taunt, like when he hits the ground, like with yeah. when he punches the ground, like like Jax from Mortal Kombat or something yeah. like that. <laughs> like he's super, like he's like that's like Superman landing from the sky, landing yeah. in a in a triumphant type of comic book type of um pose. Yeah, yeah. Which is you know that's what a quarter of wrestling is: the poses and the visuals and the in the you know the imagery. So that definitely fits. Um, what did you think of the Royal Rumble over? All, like or let's let's just go in order. Um, okay. The Dan O'Brien and Bray Wyatt match. It's probably, in my opinion, it's the best match so far this year. I mean, it's yes. only been three weeks in, but whatever. I, um, and we've had our reservations with Bray Wyatt. I am now a like I don't want to say I'm a Bray Wyatt believer, but he gets a ton of credit for me. Like for the match that they had, I didn't have any problem with how good it was and the fact that he went over because I figured Brian would be in the Royal Rumble, but. He he, the hype is real. Like I did, I wasn't sure at first. Given the right, you know, storyline, like you know, just have to. Like I did mention this to you before. He's gonna move on, and he's not gonna get to wrestle the best wrestler in the world anymore. So yeah, we'll see. He um, he had the, he had the, you know, this that was the biggest match of his life, and he came through. So congratulations. You know, a lot of people better than SummerSlam. You're saying. 
but it was it was great to see that all the all that work and the investment that WWE put into him, and you know, even while stuff didn't make worth a damn bit of sense, even like it's just inane stuff and them trying to you know get a program with somebody eventually, and then it, you know it, it took him some bouncing around to get from like a legitimate. Like he had a legitimate program with Kane, and then it only lasted one match. What the know. hell? Yeah, and it was a bad match. And then you know he finally was bouncing around, or he's like jumping in on Miz, talking about you know whatever, jumping in on whatever black wrestler at the time. So now, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. Mid-card Should they black have just been racist? To, no, you can't run that in 2013. I'm sure yeah. uh, Michael Hayes might have suggested they couldn't. That, but. Be, <laughs> I mean, they couldn't do it. They couldn't do it explicitly. Yeah, but uh, they could have whooped on you know Kofi, and they did whoop on Kofi. Yeah, they whooped on our truth yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh, but they just and then they finally moved him over to Brian, and I guess the whole cap, the whole thing was all right. He's a. How can we build a star off of? Let's. Let, I feel I'm almost like looking at it. Might have been a test, as if we're going to see how big and real this Daniel Bryan thing is by seeing if he can turn somebody into a quote unquote star or a real player. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan just did that. So I don't know how much um, worth. Or how much equity he just built with, you know, everybody. He better win the fucking belt. But, <laughs> that's, what, that's what better happen. But, I mean, it's it, it trying to be a one-win scenario for everybody involved. Like, the Usos involvement in this, it, yes. it, worked, it worked out great for them. Daniel Bryan was so hot. That, and Daniel Bryan has been losing, has lost plenty of times over the past uh, two years. And it people, hasn't mattered. And it hasn't mattered. And, like, they finally got somebody to, you know, to make, you know, the make the Wyatt seem... Um, Substantial and it worked out. It was a you know that was I, I think that say. was I think that was the biggest win for WWE like on uh, Sunday. I really do. Luke Harper was carrying them boys. Yeah, like Evan is shocked he ain't hurt his back. Because like, you can't have a like to have a stable. I understand like NWO and Hogan back in the day, but it's Hogan you've seen him wrestle many times. You understand his clout in the wrestling world and what he is is you know the biggest star has ever been made in, w, in wrestling. Period um, on the mainstream level. But for you to be out there and to talk, be the talker and the leader, meanwhile, you almost never wrestle. And the other two guys, and when you have wrestled, it has left a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. And the people that are wrestling with you or for you as goons, henchmen, whatever, you know, lackeys, cronies, whatever other, you know, yeah. <laughs> whatever other terms you want to use are shown to be great workers. Yeah. It kind of like, well, it makes people, you know, you got to bring it. And, yeah. I mean, he brought it, so congratulations. And it seems like, you know, all I ever wanted, even when this whole Brian thing started, I always said, you know, it seems like they finally got something for him to do that makes some sense. And it works out so far. Yeah. Um, match of the night. Moving on from that. Uh, we'll come back to Darren Bryan in a minute. Um, we'll be talking about Brian the whole time. Yeah. Um <laughs> Look, Brock Lesnar absolutely destroying Big Show. <laughs> like, like I, I, I was wondering if it was a Mick Foley um, tribute, you know, from um, Lesnar. Um, from what, 90s? Yeah, from 99. Yeah, you know, the way Rock whooped on Foley, you know, that, it looked eerily similar, except without the headshots. Yeah, I was going to say that, the headshots. Um, 
I mean, I called that to be a squash match in the uh, PW main. I was like, Brock Lesnar must absolutely destroy Big Show. Well, all three, me, you, and Josh all called that being a squash yeah. match. Like, it was going to be like a five-minute match or whatever. Well, it's officially a five-minute match. It, it, they strung it out to like, you know, yeah. I forgot, but they strung it out from the time they both got in the ring. It's probably like 10, 15 minutes, somewhere in between there. Uh, I mean, because I, the, yeah. you know, Brock needed something to establish himself again as dangerous. And the initial star power he had, you know, is taking a hit just over time. And, you know, he's a wrestler again. Uh, yeah, the novelty's kind of gone, even though he's a part-time wrestler. Which yeah. Which is kind of, sort of, yeah. But he does bring the element of danger that no one else brings. Like, <laughs> so... Yeah, you get element, I mean, because of the, you know, because, you know, Lesnar made his bones as a real, as a real fighter... As a real man. Yeah, as, as one of those two. <laughs> like, it brings the element of, you know, this dude, might, it almost seems like he's flying off the handle at times. Right. Which uh, is all the work, but it, it, it kind of, it gets you, he gets you to spend disbelief a lot. Yeah. Um, John Cena versus Randy Orton. Oh, what, what was that? Was it, were those boos I heard? Oh, um, hey, hey. Okay. I talked about it with you before. The Royal Rumble crowd in Pittsburgh. Where do you rate that out of ten, based off of how good they were, slash how much they were affecting the show negatively? Okay, if it was to be, if those are two, you know, around the opposite ends of each other, I say it's just right over one, um, like a six out of ten. Um, they affected it negatively because. Some of the stuff, like, you know, when these crowds go into business for themselves, there's been, like, a trend developing. Um, everyone's trying to copy off of the post-WrestleMania crowd, which is, you know, one in itself. And there is a way to do that where it doesn't take away from the action. And then other times I just feel like people are being assholes. Um, but some of the stuff they did last, last, or the other night was legit. Like, the way they turned on, you know, the Royal Rumble... The way that I get, the, oh no, that's fine. But like that, you I rewatched. I watched the um, at the beginning, the first half of Orton Cena. I was kind of like, yeah, it's bored. It's typical what I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be an uninspired match. Mm-hmm. And then the second half, um, there was a certain point I rewatched it. It was after a certain point they got the crowd to shut the hell up completely because the match was that good. The second half yeah. to get them to shut up. And uh, they had a couple markout moments. I mean, there were obvious markout moments when, like, you know, like stuff they were running. Some of the stuff was kind of gonna happen, but um, I thought it was like something like a, you know, three, three and a half out of five. Mm-hmm. Now, the crowd, like, I understand you want Daniel Bryan to, you know, be in a title match or have the championship outright. That's fine. I understand it. I wish the same thing too, but like. I have Cena and Orton not done enough for you to not like shit on them. Like, uh, <laughs> have they not done enough over their like you know over decade or twelve years for this company? I, that's I think that's the thing. Like, people are just sick of it. Like, they're sick of being you know told what you know. They're trying to get us to eat the vegetables basically right now. We're like, no, we don't want the vegetables. But but do people not understand this is a holdover match? Like, what sense in the world would it make for Daniel Bryan to win the belt? And hold on to it and start this run at um, 
something that's not a huge payoff show. Like, I understand Royal Rumble is Royal Rumble, but the Royal, but the Royal Rumble is built about, is really built around the the number one contender. It's not built around the champion. That's it's, why that's why the champion usually is on the undercard. Exactly. So that's why it doesn't really matter as much, unless it's like you know what they did with last year with The Rock, or whatever. Now, what yeah. are your thoughts and opinions of you know whether or not he should have went over or it should people be over? Why that's we've, stupid. We've talked care. about that whatever. before. Check our archives. Yeah. Um. So it's just, I, I just like. It's not like it was a bad. If it was a terrible match from start to finish, or it was a bad match from start to finish, or it was meh from start to finish, okay, I can kind of get you like going off to do other stuff. But when like these crowds now, they're in Cleveland on Monday. They start doing the JBL Cole uh, Lawler or Jerry yeah, Lawler. Yeah, uh, they real got like, pissed off. Yeah, and it's like, hey man, like, so what? What do you want us to do? What do you want them to do? It can't be Daniel Bryan for three hours out here. <sighs> I understand, like, you want to be funny, you want to be ironic, sarcastic, whatever, but, like, like, you paid, you paid money to come be assholes? Apparently. And that's what you do? I mean, don't get me wrong, like, I'm all down, you know me, anybody that's listening to the show knows I'm all down for for snark, all of that. But, at a time and a place. It's certain, no, it's time and a place, it's time and a place inside of there, but, like, to keep it going for that long? Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't understand, like, why watch? Why watch? Why pay money to, in parking, in concessions, in <laughs> merchandise, in that whole experience of, of being there around, in a, in a bad seat, you know, in a crowded seat around assholes you never met before to do that? Save your money and, save your money and watch it somewhere Complain else. online? Yeah, pirated online. Yeah. There's plenty of sites. We use those sites. Yeah. We've used those sites. We, we shall remain nameless. Yeah. Um, Can't even get us caught up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the same time, they paid, you know, their money. They can, you know, chant for who they want. I, it's a testament to Daniel Bryan. We haven't seen someone get this hot in 15 years. Like, <laughs> Agreed, but the thing is... Those crowds always fancy themselves as being the the smart the smart wrestling fan. But if you're a smart wrestling fan, you understand. You sound like a dumbass. You understand. Yeah. Yeah. You like you understand how it works. So if you understand how it works, I understand being upset about the rumble. Definitely, obviously, then that's part of the job of why they did it that way because they're, yeah. they're trying to work you. But Daniel Bryan already had his match. Yeah. He's not wrestling that match. Like. If that's the case, why didn't everybody boo them out of Raw every single week after they decided it was going to be Cena in the rematch? Or and not a triple threat match? Which is what I thought it may have been starting out because of the way they set it up with uh, Orton's coronation well, they, at the TLC. What they did was they took him out of the Wyatt family and everyone was just so happy about that. Like They, they figured you know that Brian would end up going over Bray Wyatt and he got, he got his moment basically like that slow motion yes chant yeah. was like all right that was you know when 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 all you know Austin 316 that was that moment Yeah you him. said like, you we talked about this and uh you said it um in a phone conversation that it was the biggest moment WWE's had or feel good moment they've had since he won the title right before Orton cashed in at SummerSlam yeah. and I agree yeah and fan it's just Daniel Bryan has this grip on, like, he has, like, a vice grip around the internet. 
He has a vice grip around every single crowd. Look, anybody that doesn't like Daniel Bryan or proof for Daniel Bryan is a sucker, and I and I wish not know them. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, you let it be known. I'm there's not a lot saying. of people on the internet that, that are really just you know they're I don't trolls. Know, I don't know. They're if they're, trolls I don't know assholes. if they're trolling. But they're they're out there. They're trying to sound like Triple H. They're trolls and miserable people. That's what they yeah. are. So never mind them. Yeah. Um, but the Royal Rumble match, um, CM Punk and CM Punk and Rollins start off the match and go like forty eight minutes each. Yeah. Um, truly workhorses in there. Um, Kobe Kingston saves himself again. You know, twice. Twice, yes. Um. I actually that I, we we talked about Alexander Rusev. Um, I was pretty impressed by him because I remember when we saw him in person like a year ago at NXT, NXT, and it just looked like the wackest thing under the sun. But when he came out there with that, you know, that spinning wheel kick and you know a couple other things, uh, I thought it was pretty tight. The only thing is, I just think the dude need to get some shoes while he wrestles because I ain't down with that barefoot shit. Um, trying to think, uh, what what else? Nash. Came in the Royal Rumble, like I said, he did. Yeah. Him and Punk didn't interact or anything, but I, I think they dropped the ball on that. But we talked about that, man. Like WWE wants you forget what happened uh, last week. You trying to like you want to bring up something from two years ago? Yeah. Like remember, like we started back watching wrestling, um, probably like right after the CM Punk uh, Money in the Bank, yeah, uh, in 2011. And I remember. Watching, I rewatched. I would watch every single uh, WrestleMania, and I rewatched WrestleMania 27. You know, a couple years you know, before, you know, every so often I would go back and watch and rewatch the whole WrestleMania. And I remember the video package they have for Orton Punk, and the whole thing started was, you know what? I remember when you punted me in the head two, three years ago, and I never forgot that. So we got beef, and I thought that was it. Keep in mind, this is back before I even like saw the whole CM Punk thing, understood it. So I was thinking to myself. What? That's what? That's what? That's the best you came up with, bro. That's the best you came up with for a program. Is you kicked me in the head three years ago? You made me come off the belt. Like I'm not like no, nah, bro. Like maybe you should you know be more vengeful and handle that sooner than three years yeah. later. I thought the Royal Rumble was a good card. Um, so did I. I thought it was a good card overall. Other than um, like the only other than the glaring omission that was a part of the storyline. My only be- my only I have two beefs with uh Royal Rumble. One, they didn't have Daniel Bryan in there. Whether after they decided that um he was gonna lose that night to Wyatt, which was like, okay, so he's gonna lose and he's not gonna go into Rumble. I don't care if he ended the Rumble and lost. I wouldn't have cared. But the the pop alone for having him come out at thirty at any number. Yeah. Would have been enough to make that good enough. Like, had he lost, you can run it off as an angle, like easy, super easy angle, yeah, whatever. You, you can have him screwed, whatever. He got thrown out, whether it was the shield or any of the two Wyatts, anything. It would have, it could have worked. But to not have him out there, I thought that you know that kind of was a spin, a slap in the face to the fans. Yeah, that's what I. The fans like. that were there. Like because yeah. like well, no the fans are they just shout out that whatever yeah, it was HD 60, sixty bucks or HD to for it. Yeah. Um. Now, and the other thing I um, I had a problem with was there weren't really many surprises for yes. for uh, so like yes. so those two things you know you always want to get the you know a surprise that you weren't clearly clearly expecting like I will say like it, I'm shocked Jericho didn't come out 
I mean, I you know he he was know there. You know how he is. He's the master troll. So glad to see Seamus back too. We didn't mention Seamus. Yeah, but I mean, that, but we saw that come from. We saw. Yeah, we, knew. We, we were talking about that months ago that he's yeah. gonna be at Rumble because like he ain't showed up yet. Like yeah. I'm not saying he tore a labor on his shoulder, but. Like he's been gone since like, like you need money some of that, in the bank. You need some of that Cena, that shit Cena taking, you know, to come back so quick. I don't want to imply nothing. With that said, we we gonna wrap up this first segment. Um, we'll be back with more One Nation Radio where we'll talk about um, Monday Night Raw, Wyatt's in the Shield, Elimination Chamber, and you know part timers. And in the third segment, we'll be talking about WCW. Oh wow! Nah, this is One Nation Radio. One Nation. One Nation Sports. Welcome back to One Nation Radio. We are crashing the plane of Hulkamania. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> we are feeling the power of the warriors within us. Hey, good question. Seriously. The ultimate warrior invent raising the roof. He was like, yes. Wow. Did he invent, did he invent raising the roof? Yes or no? Yes. <laughs> ultimate warrior invented raising the roof. <laughs> So, so influential. Yeah. So influential. You know, from Batista. Tassels. To Daniel Bryan. Tassels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Alrighty. Um, Look, to Santino Morella, he raises the roof, too. Yeah. Uh, going down to Monday Night Raw, um, step begins with Triple H. Obviously, he knew there was going to be a large rating, you know. So, you know, he brings himself out there and with Stephanie. You saw they was hugged up when they walked out. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. I love when they troll everybody. Because, you know, they sit there. Did somebody not get what they want? Yeah, bro. I was trying to text y'all that. It was so funny. So funny. I, I, bro, I love them. I love them as the authority. I love them so much. They come, bro. When they came out there all hugged up, knowing that the whole entire like world. area world hates their guts right now and thinks that they made this huge gap in decision making. And they come out there and they're like... It was a huge successful night. Yeah. It was so funny. Yeah. And then Stephanie McMahon, like, Dan Bryan comes out there, you know, and the crowd loses their, their shit, yep. obviously. Um, they start getting into it, you know, verbally, and he's trying to figure out why he's not in the rumble, you know. And, and, she's, and she says, you know, we were looking out for your, you know, your health and well-being. Meanwhile... This company doesn't offer health benefits to its to its employees. Like, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. don't we're not here to talk about the behind the scenes part of, of wrestling, sir. We're not here to talk about them being independent contractors so they have to pay for for you know they, workers' comp. But they can't we're wrestle nowhere. But they can't wrestle nowhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know non non you know, you know non compete clause, man. Non compete. You know we're that. I just thought that was interesting. Uh, Daniel Bryan, you know. Retorted the point very well. You know, y'all had me wrestling handicapped matches against the Shield and the Wyatts. You know, where was this concern then? And when you heard their explanation, I loved it. He said, "Well, we we realized that, and we changed. We've seen yeah. it our way. So we decided to leave your ass out the, out the Royal Rumble. How you love that? I thought that was great. Yeah, like I I loved it. I wish it had went longer, but you know, they seem to have somewhat uh, cut it short a bit, but. You know, with the shield coming out. But, they, okay. Speaking of the shield, like they booked, um, you know, they started whooping on Dan Bryan basically, and Cena and Sheamus come out to save the day. Yep. Um, the super and, friends. Yeah. Like, let's not, you know, everybody talk about Super Cena and Super Orton. Let's not act like they ain't no Super Bryan or Super Punk. 
they were fighting in, in they were fighting in three on one handicap matches at pay per views. Yes, yeah. Puck will beat the Shield by himself. <laughs> but we want, but we're still talking about Super Orton and Super Cena. And look, man. If you want to shit on their pay per view match, yeah, look, man. I seen I seen CM Punk undo himself from handcuffs before. Like, yeah. I saw that man. Look, I saw that man handcuffed in a TLC match for the belt against uh, against the Miz and Del Rio and won. Yeah. Um, Super Punk. Yes, yeah. that happens. That guy. 400 days with the belt. Super yeah. Punk. Yeah. Um, is is there a point where Triple H's trolling is going too far? Um, I don't think he ever crossed a particular line. Why do well, you say that? Because how? I, because they they took the heat so they turned the oven up so much where it was. You think people stop watching? They could. Um, because. I, I tweeted, I was like, hey, y'all remember the last time Triple H got everybody so mad they stopped watching? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, around the year 2000? Hey, well, quick question. Did you see their number? Um, Haven't seen it yet. But I'm sure it'll be pretty good. you think it's low or you think it's high? I'm sure, I, I'm sure it's going to be high. Because yeah. everybody's going to be tuning in, like, trying to find out what the hell happened. Yeah, that's my point. Um, set up the Wyatt, or the you get the six-man and the, the Wyatt's interfere, you know, with it. Um... It seems to me like the way they're booking the Wyatts is if they're stupid. Like, all three of them are stupid. Why would you say that? Okay, before the, the Cena, before the Cena-Orton match, Orton basically goes off and calls them, uh, re- or calls uh, Buddy a reject from yeah, the uh, Dynasty, Dynasty. That was funny. And, uh, and calls them hillbillies and all that. And then uh, he shows up, they show up while Orton is losing the title match. Mm-hmm. And it looks like they came there for Orton, and then Orton RKO's and win, and then the lights come or back Cena on. Cena attacked, attacked them. them, so then they let Orton uh, RKO him and pin him, and then while Orton's coming out the other side of the ring, out the back of the ring, mm-hmm. out through the uh, announcement, uh, sorry, the scores or whatever, scorekeepers thing, or whatever, uh, they're glaring down Orton, and then they said, "Oh well, Cena's in the ring, and he's stolen us, so we're gonna whoop his ass," yeah. and then they did. So then, at you know they um they show up on Monday, ready to continue whooping on Cena's ass, mm-hmm. and by whooping on Cena's ass, it costs the Shield, who are also heels. Yeah, their match. Their match. And which has been confirmed, the Shield will be meeting the Wyatt family at Elimination Chamber. The internet got what they wanted. So basically, they they ran this whole thing off of basically the stereotype that hillbillies are stupid. That's basically what they did. They ran it. They, I mean, not really. Not to the obvious not, eye. Not really, but that's basically like yeah. where they're going. Yeah. Like, like oh, those dumb Southerners. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, the Shield versus the Wyatt family. This is probably going to be the Shield's last stand, I'd say, and the Wyatt family is probably going to end up winning. Um, yeah, they're fraying. The, the, the Shield, they're fraying. Yeah, definitely. Uh, with those guys eliminating each other in the Royal Rumble and all that, uh, but I'm happy that they're gonna do this match before you know they break the Shield off because it would have been a travesty for them not to do this. I mean, how many? What was it? December? They they teased it before Survivor Series. Before no. it was before Survivor Series yeah. when they teased that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, are you surprised that they you know after teasing it they picked it back up like months later? Yes. Yeah, me too. I. All I want is a war game style match. Yeah, same thing. An elimination chamber. I wonder. You, know, you talked about this last year. Um, yeah, they they should have had that that um, 
that match that they had at Limit Chamber last year in um in one because they only had one Limit Chamber match. Yeah. Okay, and um causing the Shield to match, um the John Cena, Sheamus, and Daniel Bryan qualify for the Chamber with versus Orton. Orton. And there's two other guys. I'm assuming one will be Punk and the other will be maybe. Well, okay, I'm not, it, it I, won't be Lesnar now. I don't think Punk will be in it. You don't think so? He's going to end up fighting Kane. Kane? Yeah, that could very well happen. Or, or they it could, could throw be both of them in both there. Them in there. Um, I mean, if I were there, if I was WWE, I'll probably have Kane, Punk in his own match, and then I have Lesnar, Batista at uh, Elimination Chamber for the number one contender spot. Yeah, basically. And then I don't know who the other two to throw into the chamber, but they'll figure it out. There's plenty of guys. They could end throw up putting... real in there. Yeah. Like, whatever. Huh. Who else could they throw in there? Throw Big Show and Del Rio in there. Yeah, whatever. Big Show or... No, not Ziggler. Well, not Ziggler. He's been buried too much. They'll figure it out. Yeah, they'll figure it out. Um, we, does, we, does, does Orton get out of the Elimination Chamber with a title? It's hard to imagine that he will, but, you know, seeing it, it's hard to imagine he will. That means he probably will. Um, the way it seems, it seems like they're circling this as if it's going to be Batista Orton, um, like, at WrestleMania. Right. Um, so, I don't know if you I have a belt attached to him. But you ready for the for the backlash? I mean, I, I'm, let me phrase it. I, I take that back. I mean, if they were to meet up at WrestleMania, it would have to be for the belt, um, and Orton obviously would go over him, but I mean, there's so much in the air still that I can't even like, I can't, I can't like we talk, we, we've we been talking about this for you know, podcast with podcast about what WrestleMania is, what's gonna what's gonna look like at this point I don't really know what it's gonna like and that's fine because it seems like they have the right guys, so I'm good, they, they're so deep in the car with guys that can handle their business that I'm not I'm whatever. I just don't want them to Pop off something with Dan Bryan and Sheamus in the chamber, and then have them boys run at WrestleMania. I just, I'm just. You told me that they, that you and Josh both mentioned that, and I, I don't see what what it, sense it, that really. It'd be heartbreaking. I don't see what that really does for either one of them, either one of them, because all this is gonna do is make people hate Sheamus even more as a face one than he already was from last like yeah. uh, the last run before he got hurt. Yeah. Uh, people were booing him to death as a face, and he like, what did he do? Yeah. Um. Is. And now, Brian is at this point like Sheamus is below, way you know, below. He's way below. Like Sheamus is like no weird. Like he is. He may be not the top four. He's not a top four tier guy. Whereas like Punk, Brian, Cena, and Orton, he's like right. But he's right that. underneath that, and it seems like he's on a tier by himself because you wouldn't say he's below whatever. Because once he went in, remember we predicted uh, Rumble prediction like I was like shit. Like both of us said Sheamus would be in the final four, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Or, no. Oh, no, you said Reigns instead, but yeah. we assumed that Brian was going to be in it. Yeah. But had Brian not been in it, like, like you, you'd have yeah. been like Sheamus and Reigns. Yeah. Like, you said Reigns, I said Sheamus, and I, like, I said I liked your card, your hand the card better than mine. Mm-hmm. But had I known Brian was going to be in it, my four would have been Sheamus, Reigns, Batista, Punk. Yeah. Um. So, like, we know where he stands, especially, but... It's like he needs. I like to see a Sheamus and Roman Reigns or Sheamus so and Harper. But one, I don't know. I, especially Reigns. I, I definitely want to see what happens with Reigns. I mean, but I don't know how long that can last with the whole thing because I think they're going to turn. If they were going to do anything with him in a big move, it he's would be fu- to turn the shield. And he's fighting the shield. Yeah. Well, uh, what else you got, man? Um, 
the effect of Batista returning, uh, Brock Lesnar returning, last year, The Rock returning. You know where I'm going with this. Uh-huh. Um, Sounds like I know. How long... Okay, let me just say this. If WCW didn't exist in the 90s, right? Uh-huh. And WWE moved forward, all that talent, you know, Macho Man was gone, Hogan was gone, all those guys. If they would have brought Hulk Hogan back in 1998 to win the Royal Rumble over Stone Cold Steve Austin, what the hell would have been of WWE? Well, is that the right comparison saying Hulk Hogan? Because Hulk Hogan is a rock. Wouldn't you say, like, Batista is more like... I think oh, was, I okay. Think Ultimate Ultimate Warrior I think came Ultimate back. Warrior. Yeah. After everybody's been shitting on him for years or, or mad at him for years. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't have went over well, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, and I feel like that's that's the equivalent of of what just happened. We never. I mean, we talked about this before on um, in separate occasions, but never on a podcast about how it's like they got to find the right balance on trying to figure out what they're going to do with these part time guys coming in and have so many part time guys when there's only so many. Um, spots for guys and trying to build up, you know, get WrestleMania moments for, you know, the guys that are actually working every or working the schedule full time. Right. Uh I I don't know. I mean, they, you know, there's a lot of people way more smarter way more smarter. <laughs> way smarter than me and also have been have, you know, way know way more about wrestling and the ins and outs than I do and also how to market, but mm-hmm. it just seems weird that, you know, it, it, it sounds it, it feels wrong for one for to see, yeah it feels wrong for one to see all these dudes come out bust their ass and then get the boot when the you know when it's you know it's money time it's go time at the same time I also realize that if you want to like would I rather see Christian or would I rather see the Rock wrestle no brainer I'd rather see the Rock wrestle yeah. Would I rather see the uh, Would I rather see the Undertaker wrestle or Antonio Cesaro? Yeah, like you know, the guy that's clearly a great worker, but I mean, and I'm talking about for the casual fan. Mm. Then, like you, you obviously like you're going with the guy that's you know built a name over all these years, the brand name, and as far as you know, wrestling uh, fit people go. It is so, really the great debate in wrestling. So, right? it, but the same thing is you noticed how. That's kind of what was the what that was one of the fact, huge factors that was the you know the doing in of WCW. Mm-hmm. Um, but and we've implied and that you, you WWE doing a lot of WCW like things, which we'll get to. You you mentioned I mean I won't leave it off later, but you mentioned like yeah they're, they're okay so who are going to be their Hall of Famers and guys that come back and be the part timers five five. Ten years from now, yeah. Like who? Like is like is Cena gonna have to come back for WrestleMania forty? Yeah. Is Orton gonna come back for WrestleMania thirty or thirty eight? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's interesting. And like they got they're gonna run out. They're gonna run out of guys. Like they like. But at the same time, it seems like no matter what they do, they'll never run out of guys. They'll never run out of guys because even when those guys died off, they like. You know how when I start watching are, wrestling, they are in a talent boom right now. Yeah, like when I start watching wrestling, I look up and find out when you know you keep tabs on the stuff, kind of, sorta. You find out, wait, Edge is a seven-time champion. My, how do you have the belt now? Yeah. I was like, Jeff Hardy has the belt now. Yeah. So it seems like like if 
regardless of what happens, they'll figure it out. They'll, mm-hmm. they're, like, they're playing it by ear, like, hey, man, we got these guys' name, and they'll be more marketable than, or they'll, they're more household names and getting people to buy than this person. We'll go with it, and whatever. They'll, we'll, we'll, we'll build them up eventually. We'll build up no other guys eventually. We'll get to it, but eventually they're going to have to get around to it. Yeah. And, like, to be... It's a bad time for it's, it's a bad time to be a mid uh, a top tier mid car guy in WWE right now. Like Del Rio, because you look, bless his heart. I don't know what he's doing at WrestleMania. Yeah, if if you're if you're below Sheamus and you're not young, we we talked about this before. Yeah, if if you're not one of those guys that came up from uh, NXT in the last two years and you've been around for like. Five years. If, if you're, you're Miz, you're in trouble. If you're Jack Swagger, you're, you're in, in trouble. Kobe Kingston, and no, he because, has a role. because he has a role of being the guy that'll put that's a great wrestler and has a great move set, has a great look, but he's just not he's swaggerless, so they'll yeah. keep him around. If you're like our truth, you're, you're going to be in trouble. You're, you're going to be in trouble. You're, you're going to be done. Yeah, uh, Brutus Clay, you're going to be done. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of trouble because you got Reigns, you got Langston. You got uh, the other two shield guys. Uh, they they figured out like the only the only guy they've never yeah the wife the only guy they 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 had to hit on in like the last two years really has been found Fandango yeah and I mean it's not like he can't wrestle his ass off because he can't yeah or not wrestle his ass off but he can he can clearly he's he clearly go. a good wrestler so yeah. like they they haven't missed from out of the out of their youth thing and I don't know how much of that is um the lack of I don't know how much of that is should be like commend Triple H for because you know he's been putting all this. Oh no, we stuff. can't ever give Triple H any credit. <laughs> like not, not on the internet. That's not allowed, sir. But it's weird that he's like, is he's like the just it, kidding? By the way, it's almost like he's the guy that like came in. He's coming in here and he's like rearranging everything. We need to start building the future, and he's building for the future. But it's at the cost of. It's sort of almost like at the cost of right now. And the way to cover that up is like, all right, well, we got all these guys that are you know. That we don't know if they can make money, so what we'll do is we're bringing these guys that made money for us five years ago, yeah, six years ago, and like it's only so and much all my longer. Homeboys. It's only so much, yeah, that too. It's only so much longer that it's only so much longer that that can keep up working. So we'll see. Like you know, this rain thing definitely has to take off for them, and I think it will. Uh, I don't know if you got that uh, thing I sent you. Like Meltzer was uh, saying that WWE sees John uh, Ro- Roman Reigns the heir apparent to John Cena. But bro, his like, I, I was gonna say this. Is, I thought this is funny. Like, who's the last guy in wrestling to look that mean and have like a, a like luxurious hair? Like, like almost like a chick. <laughs> like, 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 like it's like, almost like it's it's Diesel. It could be. It could Diesel. be. It could be. Well, Shawn Michaels had had long hair. No, nah, like I mean, that. I mean, but like, but okay, look, but but look, look mean, look, look like mean, a, like a big look, tough. Mean look, motherfucker, look, like, look, look mean, you know, stone yeah. Meanwhile, hair, you know, long hair don't care. I, just, I thought that other thing is funny. Yeah. Um, of glorious mane. Like, <laughs> glorious with long hair. Uh, Triple H, I mean, yeah. he looked like a bad yeah. motherfucker at times. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, his hair, like, whatever, we were talking about hair, that's weird. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's going to wrap up our second segment. We're going to be coming back talking about a topic near and dear to our hearts. Um, WCW. Uh, we're, you know, fans. James is, you know, how old are you, James? Damn, bro. Yeah. No, well, I'm 26. Yeah, Damn. and I and I'm I'm 24, and we grew up, you know, watching the Monday Night Wars as as you know adolescents, and 
we we've gained different t perspectives now on it. I read a book a couple years ago called The Death of WCW, and always you know I actually repurchased the book because I had the PDF of it, um, and I just you know passed it to James for the first time, and you know we'll be back. So uh, come on back and uh, go ahead, press pause, get get yourself a drink, you know, cool down, you know, Zephyr Hills, woo, sweating, and uh, we'll be back. This is One Nation Radio. One Nation. One Nation Sports. And welcome back to One Nation Radio. Hey man, uh, whose music is this? This is old Chris Jericho music, man. Chris, oh lord, WCW Chris Jericho. Yeah, you know, I, I I had to pull some out the archives. You know, oh, wow. if we was gonna talk about WCW, you know, that's dead and gone. You know, some music we'll probably never hear again. I'm not I'm not gonna be too sad or, or tore up days. I'll never hear this again. So whatever. Man, I, know, I used to know. Uh, I was a Mark, so I wasn't, I wasn't about that Chris Jericho life. I was always about that Jericho life. That man was, look, that man was out there fighting Rey Mysterio, so that man was in the way. He was in the way. He needed to move around. He had to move around. <laughs> straight up. Move, move around for what, James? Move around for, move around for the South. Yeah. I'll say just like, yeah, I would say just like Pimpsy said it. When I see Chris Jericho in the streets, his dime is fake. They clouded, shipped up. Shit don't look right. Shit ain't right. You got me out here quoting the pimp. Yeah. Rest in peace. Oh, Lord. Yeah, WCW or Pimp C? Both of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, WCW... We've talked about it in passing. We've never really dedicated a full show or a full segment to it. <coughs> uh, with me purchasing this book, and you know, I just let you look through it a little bit. Um, couldn't get you to put it down for a second, <laughs> just because yeah. it's so fascinating. Well, to see, they, like, there's so much stuff I forgot about. Like, oh yeah, that was a bad idea. Oh yeah, that was a bad idea. Oh yeah, that was terrible. So it's just it look at it. Oh yeah, it's chronicling all of the stuff. You know, in little spark pieces, like, you know, seeing things here and there, like, obviously, like, WWE, even nowadays, like, oh, well, not even nowadays, they always, they'll botch stuff because, you know, yeah. there's only, you can't get everything right. You just, it's impossible. Right. It's, it's hard enough. Like, I was saying to you how people don't realize how hard it is to be Vince Man or somebody in creative, like, uh, somebody that's responsible for creative or right. booking. To be, if you're WWE, like, for, essentially, like, you're the showrunner for Breaking Bad, except Breaking Bad involved is live. It's live. It's, yeah. it's live and it's year round and there's no season breaks. Yeah. <laughs> and there's way more characters. <laughs> <laughs> so if people don't understand And a live audience. Yeah. And, and yeah, they can do any whatever they want to go now, yeah. especially nowadays. So people don't take it into consideration. But when I was reading through the book, I was like, Yeah, that was a bad idea, like yeah, because you don't think Red Mysterio can be a you know, can be marketable. So with the mask, you take the mask off. Meanwhile, he's pulling double duty with another promotion down. You know, and he, you know, it's causing trouble for him downstairs. And you know, there've been uh, shoot promos that like uh, shoot uh, that uh, shoots that. Uh, cr you know, um, I'm sorry, what's it? Cornette mm -hmm. has talked about how you know, I get a guy, I'm sending to another another area to work, and it comes back and his hair's cut off. Yeah, it's like well, because they wanted to see what it looked like. Oh, you could have put, like, a wig cap on him, and two, like, you didn't even tell me, so now I can't even, like, make any money on it. I can't make it a hair match or nothing. Like, you yeah. just screwed me out of it. Same thing that happened with, like, Ray. So, there's a bunch of stuff. Like, oh, yeah, like, you know, they mentioned the Flair-Hogan match, where mm. it's the first blood match. Flair starts bleeding because he put him in the barbed wire. Yeah. They act like it never happened. 
Flair, you know, and, and all of a sudden at the end of it, Flair pins him in a first blood match. Also, Starcade '97, the much anticipated year-long Hogan versus Sting match, and it was a, completely it, it botched. botched at the end. Yeah, and Bret Hart got involved into it, which was the first misuse of Bret Hart that would just happen. You know, there I can only think of two things. Bad luck, Bret. Yeah, I can only think of two things in WCW that were worth a damn with Bret Hart is when he fought um, Benoit. In that tribute match, which was super raw, and okay. then that whole him and Goldberg initial thing, like where he speared him and he had the um, plate on on his stomach and knocked Goldberg out, and they were in Canada. Okay, Bret Hart didn't get like we we talk about CM Punk giving no fucks. Like Bret Hart was clearly on that give no fuck shit at WCW. <laughs> like, um, tell us why WCW should have won, James. Okay, me and you talk about this. Well, it's funny. Out of all the conversations we have about wrestling, it seems that we always circle back to two major com- uh, two major topics. For uh, we always talk about, and they pretty much they pretty much match each other uh, as far as or they pretty much re- or they are related. One is basically 1997 and how it went for WWE as far as what what they had. And what they didn't know they had, as in 1997 is happening. Bret Hart's leaving. They have Undertaker. They have um, Shawn Michaels. They have, uh, and those are the three biggest guys, obviously. Shawn's leaving in November. They well, have Brett, Brett's leaving in November. I'm sorry, yeah, Brett. I'm sorry. They Brett's leaving, and they have Austin. They have The Rock. They have Mankind, Triple H, and Triple H all in the fold, but they don't know that those guys are going to be those guys eventually. Yeah. So they're so like basically the tipping point is Austin three sixteen. To WrestleMania 14, yeah. But if that doesn't happen, we never find that out because WCW the, because, owns all this because, shit. Yeah, because we're talking about Atlanta, we're not talking about Madison Garden or or Sanford, right? Um, and the other part about that is how did WCW lose because of the overwhelming uh, the overwhelming mismatch and talent. Though, and I always say to you, they had all they had Macho Man, they had Nash, they had Hall. They had Flair, they had Hogan, they had cups of coffee with with Piper and and um and Warrior. Yep. And, and they had Benoit, Jericho, and they had Malenko. Benoit, Jericho, Malenko, Hoover Two Guerrero, Mysterio, Dragon, Parker, Psychosis. Psychosis. Everybody. Yeah, and they also and then besides that, they also had other guys that could that could also wrestle pretty well that were out there like whether it was Steiner. Booker or, T. Or have you. And Booker T. No, and they're homegrown guys. Yeah, and, and Sting. Luger, we didn't even mention and, and Luger. So it's like they had overwhelming for every guy that, for every guy that they could have had or W or WWE had. They had like four they guys. Had four to guys to match in talent as far as oh this guy is good slash great. Oh yeah, we have three of those guys or four of those guys as far as the depth of the roster. Right and. We all and those are two things. Like, how in the hell did he lose? It makes no sense. And then you read a book like this, and it's like everything becomes going perfectly back, It clear. makes more and more sense because obviously, this was, you know, the internet age that had ha- started, but with dial up, it wasn't as prevalent to where the IWC is not nearly what it um, is. Or you know, just just the community of the internet in general isn't isn't even a tenth. Of what, of, what, of, of what it no of what it is now like yeah. back then like it was just so small like I remember I was I mean I talked to you about this before when rewatching uh, Jericho's debut with the Y2J thing mm-hmm. on Rock and you see Jericho signs in there 
And when I was a kid, had I seen that, I, I wasn't observing of that, but I'd been like, how in the hell did they know it was actually Jericho? Well, well, did they pass out well, signs Well, they knew the that show? because of the internet, but like, I'm not sitting, I'm not on my AO talking about, five minutes trying to, trying to log in, check, my, check to see if I've got mail, yeah. and then like go trying to find whatever home wall form is. The internet is only like, the internet back then was only the that size big. of like a postage stamp compared to what it looks like now, yeah. and like find that. And yeah. like, it's just, uh, it's just weird. The overwhelming talent they had and the egos. One quote I heard, um, I forgot who, who said this to describe it. The one thing WCW didn't have was Vince McMahon. And if they would have, imagine if Vince McMahon had all access to all that at one time. Well, we, we talked about, we talked about this before as far as things like WWE, or WWF, I'm sorry. WWF is, while they were losing a battle, they were doing certain things. They had, they were, they were beating them everywhere except the talent. Mm-hmm. And, my, and you know me, like, when it comes to sports or anything in general, talent usually wins out. Um, keep in mind, this sports entertainment is a sport, so, you know, obviously that really didn't matter much because they... Like, had, the thing is, like, he had, for all the talent WCW had... They had three hours to do whatever they were going to do with it. So there were going to be guys that weren't happy. um, WWE had elite talent, but there wasn't as much space to fill so they could just use those guys and and build each of their stories. That's true. Would you rather see see The Undertaker and see if this whole Kane thing happening... Or would you rather, or See Paul Bearer basically holding the sticking that man up for what turned out to be Kane as blackmail? Or would you rather see, oh, I don't know, uh, 20, 20 guys in the ring during the NWO promo? Yeah. Talking about how, you know. Everything is too it, sweet. We're talking about, yeah, talking about how everything's too sweet and how, like, Flair and all those guys are basically fat cast. Meanwhile, like, you were the guys that secured the guaranteed contracts. Yeah. For everyone. I mean, it, they tried to just bury Flair to death. Like, if if like you read this whole book, there's so much back. There was so much backstabbing amongst all those elite guys. Period. And like it seemed like, and they all turned on each other. And that's the yeah. and that's the thing that like killed them. Like, hey man, like you've been around long enough. Whether it was Flair, Savage, Hogan, Nash, Nash, they all been long enough to know like not everybody can run with it. And you know. Talk, we talk about how, you know, you and Josh may not have liked, you know, necessarily the in-ring ability of Goldberg or, you know, he's not as stiff as y'all think he is or y'all mm-hmm. remember him to be if y'all rewatch some of his matches. But he was literally the hottest thing going in 1998 that wasn't named Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right. And one year later, a year and a half later, what did that mean? What, what did that do for them? It did them nothing. The thing with Goldberg... He, the figure poke of doom was supposed to be the beginning of a storyline that was ruined because Goldberg got injured. He was supposed to run back through the entire NWO and get back to Hogan again. Like, because after Hogan got the belt, like, it was a whole thing with the cattle prod. Understandable, but that nuclear heat, you just can't play with. And then, you know, Bischoff giving away results. Oh, Mick Foley's about to win the title. Yeah. Click. And it's like, okay, I don't get some of the stuff they did. I mean, and some of the stuff was like accident, but for them to go black 
on the main event of a pay-per-view. Yeah, there's just no... They had... No one knew who was in charge. I... That, like, would, that would never to, happen. Like, to me, bro, that... Like, we complain... Or... or we complain about when paper when pay-per-views in at ten at, uh, at like ten forty. Yeah. Or whatever. It's like, well, what you want to go over? Yeah. You want to go? You want to go black? <laughs> like, Vince, like I'm pretty sure, like they they they. I'm pretty sure Vince is in everyone's ear at all the time. That's why they cut the one match at the uh, right before. Yeah. At, at the last WrestleMania because you're like that divas that mix that inner that diva slash man match whatever they call the intergender match whatever. I'm probably saying something yeah. that sounds inappropriate, but whatever. Uh, when they cut it. Because we refuse to go over, we cannot have that happen to us. Because people will be pissed. They'll think their cab went out. Uh, they want. They want. They want refunds. Didn't they give them refunds or no? Yes. No. 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 They. Uh, I think they gave refunds and then aired the match for free the next night. See what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's a clusterfuck. Like that's where guy. That's where promotions make their money is pay per view. Like the most of their money. Right. Like uh, I remember reading an article about how it costs Raw X amount of money, like something like two hundred thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. And then to put on, uh, it makes like two hundred thousand dollars, you know, out of every raw, um, based off of like, you know, what they're doing. And then they'll make eight hundred thousand off of, um, in profit, same thing, you know, two hundred and eight hundred off profit right. from um, pay per view because it costs about the same amount of money, plus you know, you know, better, you know, mar- you know, new um, stage stuff. Right. Um, but the the. When people buy in, that's when they make their money. So for that to happen, then you have to show that back out. Like that's that's a I want to say that's a that's that's a kneel that's a kneel you over blow, but that hurts. I don't care. Like yeah. especially at that point when you know they get to the point where it leads down to oh they're losing sixty two million dollars as you told me. Yes, sixty two million dollars in the year two thousand they lost after losing fifteen million in nineteen ninety nine, which so, is in two thousand. Nowadays, uh, I looked it up in like an escalation uh, generator. That's now worth like sixty-two million dollars is now worth over eighty-two and a half million dollars, eighty-one and a half million. Unbelievable! Now, now, now. unbelievable! That's like the level, absurd. the level of fucking up you have to do. Like, all right, you remember watching Casino, right? Yeah. Remember at the end of the movie, Joe Joe Pesci was like, "Oh yeah, they gave us everything. And we fucked it all up." Like that was WCW. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they had everything, and then like that's the last time they'll ever give them something like that. Like those kind of guys, you but, know. I still come back to I don't understand why. I mean, and they you know we, everybody kills Russo about all the swerves and everything. Everything was dead before Vince, Vince Russo showed up. Like. Like, I understand they need it to, was salvageable, but, but I understand like okay, they need to get edgier because what was one of the things that that one of the factors they had with <clears throat> WWE, you know, turning tables on them. You said WWF back then was uh, them turning tables on them was that they had racier storylines. Meanwhile, like WCW was a family oriented program. Yeah, I mean, keep in mind in that age, in that like in that day and age and that time. You had certain things happen, like you had South Park, you know, where you have like this cartoon of kids cussing and getting all types of debauchery situations, and you also have like someone like a rapper like Eminem, who's like this huge main culture juggernaut, who's also basically like South Park on on wax, right? Or not on wax, on tape, on disc, whatever you want to call it. And the goes coincide with that, like I always feel like because of my age, like my my coming of age, like. Those are the three things that, that, like, for me in the pop culture sense, like, that was what, like, showed me, like, the adult side of life before I was necessarily ready for it. Mm. And, I mean, 
all the other, like, most kids at our age, they kind of will say the sort of the same things. Like, those are certain things. Like, I mean, maybe that's not exactly the same way they'll have it as me, but those were three huge things for it. For the culture. The yeah. culture, as I like to call it. Then, um, just the the misuse of money for guys they could have taken care of, like Jericho, uh, like Eddie Guerrero. You know, they didn't want to pay those guys when it came time to re-up, but they'll bring in Dennis Rodman to pop a rating. They'll bring, they'll, they'll shell out money for Jay Leno. They had Macho Man's brother, the one that's causing all the issues with him going in the Hall of Fame, Lanny Pofo. They had him sign to a three-year, $150,000 um, deal. What was Lenny? What was Lenny's the like, genius. The that's gen- what I thought. He never wrestled a match for WCW. Hey, and he was making hey. $150,000, but hey. we couldn't pay Chris Jericho. Hey, hey, all I'll say is this. They were paying... I wish I was Lenny uh, Poffo because I would like <laughs> to get that sort of deal to where I can get... I can be over... I'd rather be overpaid and overrated. Yeah. Or underrated. So I, you know, I just... Uh, that's, I'm looking for one of those deals. So yeah. anybody want to hit me up? What's uh, <laughs> go and get that? Anybody want to hit James Boyd? Uh, hit me up at James Boyd O and R. Um, you know, email. You know, yeah, radio at, one at, Yeah, at radio. Yeah, you know. You know, like, James, we got what you looking for. Here's his, here's his cash. You, you know, try you try your best. This. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know, I forever appreciate that for all you podcast listeners. So <laughs> I don't ever. I understand how you think it's misguided, but I'm trying to. You know, I'm trying to get that Rashard Lewis deal. I'm trying to get. You know, <laughs> uh, I, you know I'm, I'm trying to get that Gilbert Arenas deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm always looking for that. Andrew Bynum. Yeah, yeah. same thing. Twelve million dollars. You know, um, ain't play. You know, they signed Master P. You know, to show oh, up. Shit. You know, they, they get those guys. You know, hooty hoo out there. And what they, was, they signed. They signed his bodyguard Swole for four hundred thousand fucking dollars, bro. Shout out to Swole. <laughs> Shout out to Swole. Four hundred thousand dollars. Shout out to Swole, man. He did it. He look. He came up. Yeah, he might. We could take Chris Benoit back then. If I remember correctly, this was ninety nine, right? Yeah. Got keep in mind. What was Master P doing in nineteen like nineteen ninety eight? It was, it was the tank. It was no. the tank. What was he doing outside of music? That Basketball. That man. No, that man was. Remember, he was Ricky Williams' agent. That yeah. man was agent back then. That man was out there swindling Turner for deals. He's swindling Bischoff. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, man. He was, he was, he was talking about dog. He was, he was talking about that cash. Like he said, I could show up, sell out the Superdome off my name alone, and then only like fifteen thousand people showed up. Or yeah, something like that. Yeah, keep in mind people that love that love P back then, like back then in uh, that area, they weren't exactly the type that could you know afford to buy those tickets. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, and then they had them yeah. going against the West Texas Rednecks, you know, who became Kurt Henning. Rap is crap. Yeah, they rap turned crap. face off that, didn't they? They were going to, but then like anything else in WCW that began to get over, they killed it. Like, oh, we don't want anything to do with that. Um. WCW was a... I vaguely remember Raffis Crack. Vaguely. I'm going to have to YouTube that up. Like, how many guys did they let get away? They let How Austin, many? They let Austin get Who away. Who didn't they let get away? Yeah. They let Austin get away. Triple H? Triple H get away. Foley. Jericho. Benoit. Malenko. Guerrero. Saturn. Mysterio. Myster- well, Mysterio was after. Okay. Uh, Booker T was after. Um... But they just misused so many guys. Just because WCW, they figured, you know, what made them successful, and they never, ever changed. The same guys on top 
were there in the early the, 90s. The guys that should the guys that were on top and should have been on top back in night when in 1993 when they started up um, when they started up like getting Hogan bringing Flair back. Um, they were still 94, the same. even after 94 or 95 or 94 whenever like what was the, what was the first episode of Nitro 95? Yes. 95 when they brought Luger back. Brian Pillman. Yeah, uh, they had they had Sting whatever. Those guys or those guys at that time it made perfect sense cuz they were so huge at that time. But five years later, they can't still be the guy. Like, and that's one of the things that, like we said earlier, the issue with having these part-timers come back and take these huge spots in WrestleMania. Like, you're, at some point, like these dudes, you're not you're not giving time for the other guys to become those guys that you're telling to come back part-time. Right. And eventually, that's going to wear off. Those guys will become fifty, and you don't, and they can't wrestle. Um, worth a damn. Worth a damn anymore. And then you're going to look back and be like, all right, well, who can we bring back in five years? And it's like, oh, yeah, well, or who can we bring back in ten years? Oh, we'll bring back, oh. We don't have anyone. Cena doesn't want to do it. Orton doesn't want to do it. Uh, Daniel Bryan doesn't want to do it. Oh, I guess we'll bring back. Del Rio. Rio. <laughs> and people will look at us with a screw face. So imagine how bad the IWC is going to be in like ten years. Oh my god, they're not going to enjoy anything. Like it's going to be real bad. Like that's one thing about the IWC. Like they don't, or the IWC, the consistent thought process of the IWC. It seems like well, I mean, which is pretty much anything with the internet. Like when they critique anything, it's typically to the extreme. It's to it's typically negative. Which is, I mean, it comes to it comes with the territory of you know anything internet wise because there's no consensus appeal or consensus and they have consensus the safe, appeal of anything. They have the safety of their keyboard to or type praise. On. So well, I mean that too. You have people. Being, I mean, there's assholes in the internet all all together when it comes to that kind of thing. Uh, right. Personal attacks. That's why we have cyberbullying being these campaign things going these days. Like back in my day, like back in my like I'm old. Like turn the computer off, son. Yeah, like I, I mean, that's one thing I always find was so interesting about this. Like you can just, you know, not go on Facebook. I, I mean, maybe it's it's too hard, difficult, or you could block these people. But whatever. Um, I I forgot my point. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rich. What else you got? WCW Roll Wild, their annual um, oh, outdoor pay per view. They never made a dime off of it. Um, they they held it in Sturgis, South Dakota, mm-hmm. and they just you know in all the, those in bikes the middle, got in for free. All those bikes got in for free. They weren't really doing great pay per view numbers, and you know it was like in the middle of nowhere, just because Eric Bischoff liked to ride you know ride motorcycles. But but that's the one thing that like WCW mm-hmm. like they always went to these out of the. Out of nowhere, place and me, you have clowned about that. Yes, like whether it's like Palmetto, Palmetto Florida. Florida, or it's like freaking uh, Mobile, Alabama. Mo- I mean, Alabama's, I mean, Mobile, Alabama's not a small place, but like, they are it always in these funny. like ridiculous, like like these places that are so the, small. The places that TNA wrestles right now, like the places that are so small, like you think of them almost as like college uh, college cities, yeah. but they're not because there's no like major campus on there. But they're just but Gainesville, like, Florida. Yeah, like Gainesville, Florida, without University of Florida there. Like oh yeah, there's a hundred thousand. Oh oh yeah, there's like two hundred thousand people there. There's not like what what yeah like. Oh, yeah, you know, like, we're going all through, like, West Virginia. Like, no, not against West Virginia, but, like, it's a small state. It's not really, like, a huge, you know, city there. 
is always weird to see that. Like they'd be like Tupelo, Mississippi. Yep. Like Tupelo, the I Tupelo Coliseum. What? I don't. What? I don't understand. Yeah, it's, it was rough. Man. I understand like they were still like kind of sort of in their like, territory. Both, yeah, sort of kind of in their territory, and so was WWE to an extent. But oh yeah, because they got. WWE used to hit Dave oh, yeah, they, 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 they small towns. places. Yeah, 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 that's true. Bush killed Pennsylvania. Like, yeah. shit like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it, but, I don't what know. What up, Bush Hill? It, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, all uh, all talk, ten of y'all? Yeah, he gonna shoot, he gonna talk about, yeah, what's up to these people you don't talk down on. Same, I did the same exact thing, too. <laughs> so I ain't trying to knock you, but it's funny. Uh, but it... Uh, I, it's just pain. It's painful to see that this didn't this didn't work out the way it should have. Because maybe not necessarily uh, because of uh, one didn't win or one lost. It's the fact that like there's only one now. Yeah. And and the one is like I don't want to say they're the one has no competition, so they like it can rest on his laurels. And they can like, end up, they can end up as this if they like. Here's the thing: there's always gonna be a show. There's always gonna be a a a. a a promotion for wrestling on a cable on a cable network or mm-hmm. whatever because on TV anyway because there's a there's enough popularity for it to always be there yeah. and you get the most talent there it'll work now my whole thing is like WWE is not just a destination now yeah like, that's the destination like I uh, I was um. Like they talk, like for example, when you talk about like college coaches or whatever, how they always jump around. They go to these schools, and there's certain schools that are typically like for football or basketball. They're typically schools where they they're hot. They they get coaches' names hot, and then they leave the school. Yeah. Um, like Louisville is that kind of school. Like you get oh Louisville's hot. All right, Petrino leaves, Charlie Strong will leave, mm-hmm. that sort of thing, eventually, and. Like because everybody the, the, the thought process everybody that gets in a particular freshman always has a job in mind a, a particular job in mind that they want like typically um, like whether it was uh, like Al going at Miami mm-hmm. his you know he wanted to go to uh, Penn State this year Penn State you know they interviewed Penn State and decided to take James Franklin now same thing with like wrestlers now like there's no there's no okay I grew up. And I grew up in I don't know New Hampshire. Right. I'm this guy. I got high. Are you triple? Let's say Triple H. Yeah. Oh, I'm this guy that grew up watching Bruno. I grew up, you know, watching Backlund. And now I'm a wrestler, and I got hired by WCW. Now either you can make your name for yourself, or you can get canned, or whatever happens you. Obviously, that's how it goes in this business. And then you end up. I like that in this business too. Since you're talking about Triple H. <laughs> Yeah, and you can end up eventually going to where you always figure you eventually belong and want to be in WWF. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, is WWF from, is the Indies or WWF? I'm sorry, WWE now. You go so to TNA, like, I don't know like how much you, longer that's going to be You can be TNA or Ring, and, Ring of Honor, like obviously, you know, in any circuit, does, you know, people make people make their money, whatever. A lot of, uh, people, a lot of guys actually, you know, make go, it decent, go over Go overseas, do what you got to do, make, make, your, make your money, that's fine, but like, if you're American, if you're American aspiring professional wrestler, you want to be in there's WWE. Only play, there's only one. There's only one job you want to be. You want to become a WWE superstar. Yeah. And if not, then like 
I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> and, you know, I want to be first in wrestling. I want to tour the Indies. What kind of shit is that? Like, <laughs> you're, like either, like I don't, I don't, I don't ever want to meet you. I don't. There's yep, something wrong with you. That's almost like an underground rapper, almost like or mixtape rapper. Like. Nah, you know what? That's more like that's like a, you know. I'm a, you know, I, I do know, it for the culture. I'm an aspiring basketball player, and I want to play college ball, but I don't want to go to the NBA. I want to be a college player, but I never want to go to the NBA. What kind of shit is that? <laughs> Get out of here. Now I want to go. Now you know I never want the NBA. I just want to tour overseas. Like I want to play for like Barca. I yeah. Play, you know, I don't, I want to do that. I don't want to play in the NBA. No, 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 no. That's not worth it. Yeah, right. Um, if it's if if you guys haven't ever checked this book out, um. I'm a. I know they haven't cut me a check or anything, but it's just interesting. Anybody that's ever you know been a fan of wrestling, like the WCW story, is like paramount to the history of the sport. Um, there's a lot of good that went on. There was a lot of bad, um, and it's something I hope you know WWE doesn't begin to repeat some of these mistakes because slowly uh, it's just things become you know mighty WCW ish and. We've, well, seen, we've seen this movie before. Well, I mean, at this point now, like, they're almost, I mean, I don't want to say this because, it's, I mean, it's fake sports, but they're pretty much um, unbeatable. Like, if they collapse, all of pro wrestling collapse. Yeah. Collapses. Yep. Uh, in, Amer- in North America, anyway. Yeah. And, like, they, like they're, they're, the iP- they're the iPod. Right. Like, um... People talk about, you know, MP3 players. Like, do you want an MP3 player or do you want an iPod? I don't know yeah. the same thing, but the brand name is so overwhelming that it's the same thing. It's, back, it's like similar to, do you, want a, do you want an Android or do you want an iPhone? And, you know, before Android and Samsung blew up, or Samsung blew up with, you know, being the, basically like the, the, the trade, or not trademark, but basically being the like cool the, the number one phone for Android. It was pretty much, you want an iPhone or you want another one of those, any other of those phones, and I guess yeah. they're Android, whatever. So, um, that kind of stuff happens, and, I mean, tip, it, I mean, we talked about, for example, you, you've seen uh, American Gangster. Yeah. Blue Magic. WWE Blue Magic. It's, it's like a Pepsi. brand, it's, a, it's like Pepsi. It's, I st- he's, they stand behind it. Vincent Man stands behind it, he guarantees it. Yep. Now, uh, you can come out there and claim it's something else or whatever, but don't let me catch you. Yeah. Use my, like, you can call it, yeah, you can choke them motherfucker down. You can call it pro wrestling. You can call whatever you, yeah. But don't you, don't let me catch you. Don't yeah. let me catch you calling it something else. And that's what WCW, ooh, my fault. Um, WCW basically called it something else for all those years and, you know, took the challenge of McMahon the same way McMahon took the challenge to all those old school promoters. And McMahon got caught off guard by it. But to the point to where he should have lost. Yeah, he didn't have the money. He, like, like he didn't have bro, the money to keep up with Ted Turner. He bro, just didn't. It, look, it looked like think of Joe Frazier versus Muhammad Ali in the first fight. WCW knocked um, him on the ground, but imagine Ali coming back with a knockout after that round in round fifteen. That's what happened with yeah, WWE. They're on dire straits. Like they were on their deathbed and they <clears> rose <throat> up and won. Uh, you know. And now they'll never have. And no, I mean, I can't imagine. Can you imagine somebody like another promotion ever getting big enough to tr- challenge them? I can't imagine that. They would have to have serious investors and serious minds for the business and 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 talent. But who's putting that kind of? Who's putting like who in the right mind that makes that much that's making that much money could, could would, would finance a wrestling show? Maybe a pro athlete that really really loves it and that is super rich. What pro athlete has enough money to keep up with McMahon? 
like to dig into their own pockets out of their and dig out of their own pockets and put. Well, in they that can much put money. a team together. Like, I mean, if Jay Z wants to own a, if Jay Z wanted to do it, he could. But um, you think Jay Z gives I don't a fuck about pro wrestling? Like, <laughs> some, 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 someone with Jay Z's. I like, hear you yeah. saying some one of those like billionaires that nobody yeah. that, that nobody knows actually. Yeah, it's like or recluse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But with that being said, McMahon already beat a billionaire. So do with that what you want. Yeah, I, I understand that. Like he beat a billionaire and he beat him again, but it's just weird that like this is like it's 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 so hard to imagine him even having ri- a rivalry ever again after what happened because of where the next tier is. The next tier is so down below. Like, oh my god. Uh, TNA, I can't, can't do it. Like to me, it's almost as if WWE is WWE is Peyton Manning, and TNA and everything else is like Andy Trent Dalton. Dilfer. Oh, uh, well. Like not like y'all playing the same sport, but not really. Like, no, nah, bro. Like I got, I'm doing this whole masterful, this mastery. Like, okay, it's like LeBron and Lance Stevenson. Like, yeah, this is mastery and like a chessboard, and this how. No, man, and I, you can't be disrespecting Lance Eric. like that. Man, comparing him to TNA, look, hell man, no. Lance, look, just, look, Sir Lance, look, Lance, look, Stevenson just did a, a he just did a look, YouTube man. video begging for all stars. Deshaun, Deshaun Stevenson, say that. Okay, Deshaun Stevenson. Yeah. Same thing. It's like it's, it's, it's like nah, Chris bro. Bosch did, did one of those one of those videos begging for all star votes. Yeah, and then years ago. And look and look at the amount of and you see how much we respect him in these streets. <laughs> so oh it, man! So it's just um, he. I mean, he fought one one huge fight in the nineties, and he won. And but if you run that shit back, if we ran that shit back a hundred times. Shit. Yeah, we talked about this before. They ran it back a hundred times. They don't win. 50. They don't. They don't. Like, it's so much... To, like, one thing, bro, like, if, if, if Austin Fee's seen the Austin train never runs off, like, if this man never gets involved physically and turns up to this authoritative, authoritative figure that is everything that we hate about the quote-unquote business, then like, that man put his own ass on the line literally to save his company, and it yeah. worked out. Like, he took all them assholes from Austin. Got beer thrown on him. Do you think this man even drinks beer? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Do you think this man I, I know? I know for a fact he drinks beer. Like all these books. Like okay. I, I know for okay. a fact. Okay. Yeah. You know. Um, and then Undertaker and Kane storyline, and then you know Shawn Michaels and DX and Nation Rock. It, that many once in a lifetime guys, as hot as they were, production value, superior writing. They turned their they turned like their guys. That they had no idea it was gonna work, and all of them like they hit so many home runs that this is like you may know that they hit home runs at a level that they you weren't expecting. Like they didn't know Triple H would turn Triple H. Yeah, they didn't know mankind would turn into mankind. Like we talked about this. Like none of those guys that were, that became the, those guys in '98, '99, and 2000, they were not ready in '97. Yeah. Um, but. With the exception of with the exception of Austin, yeah. But they didn't know Austin would turn into this. Yeah, they couldn't have. Or that, not saying it's this, but um, it's weird. It, it, I still, it's still one of the things I, I I'll talk about to this day. Like, I wish I like I wish there were more people around it. I wish I get more insights in this. Like I'm going like when you're done with that book, I want to like skim through that one. Right. 
Um, if you guys want to talk about um, WCW with us, um, hit us up on Twitter. Uh, I've been talking to WWE Network. Yes, WWE Network. Like what, WWE Network, the one thing that they saw they showed uh, last night is they're having you know original content, and this is not necessarily original content, but they're going to show like Monday Night Wars. Yeah. I one huge selling point for any you know guy that considers himself like a serious wrestling fan, especially our age was Monday Night Wars and how things turned and I'm dying to like skim through this stuff to read like to, to go through and see like this is what was going side by side at that time and yes. this, is why, this is where it all turned up because I mean we have general ideas but like they had to be more than just like I'm going to be pulling this book out and then looking up the the corresponding episode like yeah, exactly. <laughs> that it comes from like wow. he pulled up the book by the way you know yeah, it, I held it it's up. an audio medium not a visual one you know, so. they, look they felt it you know they knew <laughs> Uh, but like I was saying before, if you guys want to contact us on Twitter to further talk about WCW or anything else, um, you can. I've been getting a lot of feedback on our pages and appreciate you guys for interacting with us. Um, I'm checking out the numbers. We actually, James, we do have listeners. Like, oh, yeah? Like, it's confirmed. We're not just talking to ourselves. We're not just talking huh? to ourselves. Like, I, for a long, long time, I was, I was holding out hope. And I was just checking out the numbers. We were, um... Do you just want to straighten out? I felt like we were just straighten out and just yelling for help and nobody could hear us. Apparently there's, you know, some people around. Yeah. Go figure. What's up? If you if each of y'all could just tell two people, we'll be alright. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, it's, like it's a pyramid scheme? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it, it's ain't nothing but a Ponzi scheme, you know? Um, or the trapezoid. Uh, <laughs> no, the trapezoid! You know, you know, busting loose, basically. Oh, my God. Um... Um, at Dangerous32, at One Nation Radio, at JDizzy87, or James Boy ONR. Um, I got JDizzy87 on the uh, on the page, actually. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Doesn't um, matter. Doesn't check, check the articles out. Been getting a lot of feedback um, from them. A lot of people seem to, you know, dig the right style and all that. And, you know, there's, 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 you know, new voices coming up, and you know, we're we're glad to be that, and you know, ride with us. Um, James, anything you want to add on to that? It's gonna be interesting. Uh, next ten weeks, and we're gonna be trying to bang these shows out. Real interesting. Next ten weeks is as much as we can. Um, this is prime time, go time with with wrestling and. You know, you, we could be going through a drought after WrestleMania. It happened last year, so we're going to get all our wrestling in, like, now. And, you know, by the time the summer comes, you know, we'll have a lot of content built up. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, throw in this um, Rise and Fall WCW DVD. We're going to peace out. Uh, this is One Nation Radio. Later. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 